At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is Rush Hour with Danny Burke on VSN, the sports betting network. Happy Friday, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome into Rush Hour, presented by Bet Rivers. I, of course, am Danny Burke, and as always, broadcasting live out of the Bet Rivers Sportsbook right here in Des Plaines, Illinois. You can follow along on Twitter at DannyBurke5. As for VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network, our Twitter at VEASAN Live on the old Twitter machine. We've got a lot to get through on tonight's show for the next 60 minutes. We'll begin talking plenty of baseball. We've got a couple games that I've keyed out tonight that have some interest. But more importantly, we've got the odds out now at Bet Rivers in terms of the MLB Home Run Derby. For this upcoming All-Star game, our guy Kyle Schwarber at the top of the list, or at least near it, depending on where you shop at, but we'll be sure to get into that momentarily. We'll talk more baseball in 15 minutes. Former Major League Baseball pitcher and current VEASAN host Josh Tower is going to be hitting us up in 15, and we'll go over some of the biggest games on tonight's slate with him and maybe get a brief update on those division odds as we get to the halfway point of the season. Then 30 minutes from now, Pamela Maldonado, betting analyst over at Yahoo Sportsbook, going to be talking plenty of college football. Uh, specifically, we'll go through the Big 12. I know she loves handicapping college football, and it's finally getting to about that time where we can fully dive into it. So excited to talk with her in about a half hour. And then at the end of the show, like we've been doing this whole week and the weeks prior, We'll single that out for NFL. And just because we're heading into the weekend, instead of starting a new division, I'm going to look at a award to get into, and why not do the big one, NFL MVP. I want to separate it into three tiers and which guys I would select out of those tiers. Well, I'll explain it more so in 45 minutes, but looking forward to that. Let's get into it, however, with Major League Baseball and the Home Run Derby. I love betting the Home Run Derby. I actually cashed in last year on Pete Alonso, so that was fun. And uh, we do see him as a short shot at plus 275 this year at Bet Rivers. I don't know if I'm going back to betting Alonso once again. I did sweat out Schwarber when he went up against Bryce Harper, came in second. You know, Harper and, uh, you know, the rest of the crew kind of cheated a little bit. That's neither here nor there. You know, they had the home field advantage pitching before it landed. We don't have to get into it. But nevertheless, Schwarber comes in next at 3-1 to one over at Bet Rivers. And then Ronald Acuna Jr. at 5-1. to one. Uh, You see Juan Soto at about 5-1 to one now. And then you go down, or plus 550 actually now, it's moved for Juan Soto. Corey Seager plus 850. Julio Rodriguez now moves to 10 to 1, 13 to 1 for Jose Ramirez. Albert Pujols, can I interest you in the old veteran at 18 to 1? Probably not, but it's fun to see him in there. 
As for how this bracket is shaping up, you're getting Kyle Schwarber going against Pujols. All right, I'm be curious to see what those odds are going to be as we get nearer to start time. Uh, Juan Soto against Jose Ramirez. Corey Seager against Julio Rodriguez. And then Pete Alonso and Ronald Acuna Jr. Tough draw for the back-to-back -back champ and Pete Alonso. So looking at these odds, like I said, I'm not necessarily looking to bet the short price of Pete Alonso at plus 275. He's a two-time reigning champ. He's got 24 homers this year. He had 57 in 2019 and 74 in 2021. Remember, there was no home run derby in 2020, but he's looking to get three in a row. We'll see if he can get it done, but I'm not willing to bet on that happening. Kyle Schwarber, 3-1, to one, like we said. Uh, in 2018, that's when he lost to Bryce Harper. He's got 28 jacks this season. This is literally what Kyle Schwarber is built for, and I'm always going to have an obligatory bet on my guy, Kyle Schwarber, my favorite former Cubs. So, yeah, I'm going to be throwing a little bit on Schwarber. Acuna at 5-1, to one, the last he was in. He lost to Alonzo in the semifinals in 2019. Now, he hasn't played a full season because he's coming back from that injury. He's just got eight home runs this year, but always exciting to see the young Acuna in the mix. He's got a big swing, though. Will he be able to limit that and get enough within the time frame is kind of my concern. Uh, Juan Soto, always fun to watch when it comes to him. He lost to Alonzo in 2021 in the semifinals. He's got 19 homers this year. How about Corey Seager? Could he present some value at plus 850? Former Dodger, he's got some affiliation with the stadium, right? Some familiarity. I mean, it's a hitter's ballpark, so I don't know how much of an advantage you're going to get one way or the other, but still maybe that gives him a leg up in some kind of capacity. You're getting the first appearance for Julio Rodriguez. He's got 15 home runs this season. Uh, Jose Ramirez, maybe some value. It's his first appearance as well at 13-1. And let's be honest, as fun as it would be to see Albert Pujols go out there and dominate, and the value at 18-1, to 1, he's never won it. He's only got six jacks this year. And more importantly, it's a competition of endurance. You see these guys just absolutely exhausted once you get into the later rounds. And Pujols does not have the stamina, if we're being uh, very clear on this. So Schwarber should get a nice breeze, you would hope, in that first round. And then you could kind of see it carried out from that point on. But the way that I kind of was talking about it on the Chicago City cast uh, today, or maybe another show, I'm kind of all over the place. But long story short, based on how the brackets worked out with each other, and I'll expound on this a little bit more so on Monday, right before it actually comes through. I pretty much had my championship with Kyle Schwarber going against Corey Seager. I think Seager would be the other guy I would take a flyer on at plus 850. He's been crushing it with the Rangers this year, and like we said, maybe he gets a boost from the familiarity at Dodger Stadium. But I just think that's a pretty decent bang for your buck with Seager not having the toughest of matchups right out of the gate. Uh, Alonzo does with Acuna, as we mentioned, but I think Schwarber has a really favorable path, so I'll be taking a flyer on Schwarber most likely, and then maybe be going to dabble with Corey Seager but we got plenty of time still to figure that out and we'll be sure to get back into it like I said when it comes to Monday evening but that's how I'm kind of looking at it as of this moment for the home run derby but let's get you my thoughts on some of the action tonight on the diamond there is another big game for a team here in Chicago that being the White Sox as they smacked down the Twins in a very important game last night and they're looking to bring the bats back in the mix once again this evening but can they trust Michael Kopech, their once pretty reliable pitcher, going against Devin Smeltzer, a southpaw who himself has been a little unstable. But when you look at Michael Kopech, he's 2-6, but he's got a good ERA of 335, a solid whip of 114, but the numbers that scare you are the true indicators, as we always discuss. His FIP, 447 compared to his 335 ERA. That's not good. His Sierra, also concerning, 470. On the road, it's not like the numbers get better. He also poses a 422 FIP away from guaranteed rate field. He's walking about four and a half guys per nine innings. And the last time he faced Minnesota, he got smoked. And that was at the beginning of July. At home, he just went 4.2 innings, allowed eight hits, six earned runs, four home runs he allowed, four walks, five strikeouts against the Twins. And Minnesota won that game 8-2. to two. Now, Kopech did have success at Minnesota earlier this season. Granted, it was back in April. He went five innings, allowed three hits, shut them out, racked up seven strikeouts, but the Sox still managed to lose two to one. His last three road starts, not good whatsoever. 13 earned runs combined between the Angels, Yankees, and Blue Jays. I get that those lineups consist of some solid bats, but it's still inexcusable to be doing that poor if you're Michael Kopech. But the good news is for the White Sox, 
You're facing Devin Smeltzer, who not only, like we said, is struggling himself, but he's a lefty. Ding, ding, ding. That's the time, really, to bet the White Sox. As we know, their splits are kind of atrocious to the righties. Granted, they have been picking it up as of late against righties, but more importantly, they crush left-handed pitchers. On the road against lefties, they got an 841 OPS, a 375 batting average of balls in play, 364 on their weighted on base average, and a 139 weighted runs created plus. Remember, we talk about that. The average number is at 100, so if you're above that, you're doing very well. So they're 39 points above league average against lefties on the road. So that's great for the White Sox. And like we talked about with Smeltzer, not the strongest of numbers. He is 4-2 with a 392 ERA, so that's not awful, right? But his FIP is 554. His Sierra is 487. He's only striking out about five guys per nine innings in comparison to about 2.3 walks per nine innings. He's got a 527 FIP at Target Field. He's worse on the road, but again, his FIP is still really bad at home. He has not faced the White Sox this year, but some bad news for Smelter even more so is his last outing was uh, not really his best, to say the least. At Texas, went just 3.1 innings allowed eight hits and seven earned runs. He owns a 15-flat ERA in two career appearances, both being out of the bullpen against the White Sox, and that was back in 2020, but a lot of the same parts of that 2020 team that crushed lefties still remain and will have an opportunity to hopefully cash in on Smeltzer tonight. So despite all of this maybe beneficial, I don't know, just beneficial situational aspects lining up for the White Sox. I, I mean, I put this game as a pick em because I always open my own line when I do the Chicago City cast. And man, I was not close to where these books thought it would be. Because this one opened up with Minnesota minus 133, the White Sox plus 115. I had the total at nine and so did Bet Rivers. And you still see it at nine with a little shade to the under minus 113. But yeah, I was way off. I thought they would give the White Sox a little bit more respect. Not only did maybe they get some momentum from last night, just absolutely dominating against the Twins, 12 to two, but now they get a lefty and a lefty who hasn't been pitching good at that. And I get it, Kopech, volatile, Terrible outing last time around against the Twins. So, yeah, maybe you give a slight nod to Minnesota bouncing back. But Kopech is a guy who, at least if he's in trouble, he can contain it for the most part. And if you're Kopech, at worst, hopefully you're giving up four earned runs. At best, well, maybe you can give up two, and then your offense can put up four to five against Meltzer, who, again, has been a roller coaster. So I think if you're looking at this game, the only way I would play it is maybe a first five angle with the White Sox, because I don't like the idea of trusting their bullpen late in this game. But even if you did want to go the full game, I still think the White Sox with the plus money is a way better route to take as opposed to laying as high as minus 143 with this twin squad right now. That's just the way I would approach it. I didn't end up playing it because I more so just want to see, is this actually this White Sox team? Is this how they're going to be heading into the break? Like, they need this game. They need to win this series because they need that spark going into the latter half of the season. But this is the game to prove it. You get the advantageous spot against a struggling lefty. So let's see if they can come through and cash in on it. So the lean is to the White Sox. I didn't play it. Maybe I'll wait for something in-game. But it could be a good opportunity for the Southsiders up in Minnesota on this Friday evening. All right, a little bit more baseball coming next. Let's get some plays from former Major League Baseball player himself. Josh Towers also serves as a VEASAN host here on the network. Tonight's biggest games, that will be discussed here on Rush Hour. It is VEASAN, the sports betting network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Bring it on. 
Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This is Rush Hour on VSIN, the sports betting network. If you're looking for more sports betting discussion around your local teams, BetRivers has you covered. BetRivers has launched a series of city casts that are designed to tackle sports betting from the local perspective. And you've got these city casts available in Chicago, Denver, Detroit, LA, New York, Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, and Washington, D.C. So subscribe to your local city cast wherever you get your podcasts available, and you'll be set up with multiple episodes a week and great local sports betting content. All righty, we're keeping the baseball action going on this Friday evening. It is Rush Hour. I'm Danny Burke, your host. Thank you for being with us. We're going to kick it out to the West Coast, Sin City to be exact, to discuss some of tonight's biggest action on the diamond with former MLB pitcher and current beast and host, Josh Towers. And you can follow him on Twitter at No Don't Josh. Uh, Josh, we got to get things kicked off with the biggest rivalry in baseball, right? We got the Yankees, we got the Red Sox, and the odds are showing us that maybe not going to be as close of a game as we've seen in the past. But, hey, I mean, the Yankees minus 177, and if you're feeling risky, I mean, the Red Sox plus 150 could have some value potentially. And the total, by the way, is at 8.5. Did this game draw any interest to you from a betting perspective? Hey, real quick, I got to tell you, last time last time I was on with you, I was texting BR afterwards, and I wanted to tell you on air, um, bro, what you're doing is awesome. Like, your, your whole professionalism, your knowledge, the way you carry yourself, uh, I've been impressed with you in the past, Danny, but uh, I think that I think you're a star, man. So I just wanted to tell you that yeah, uh, I appreciate the kind words, buddy. Awesome, man. Yeah, you're the best. Uh, listen, great game and throw out stats and streaks and stuff whenever whenever these two teams play, because it's more fun for us and the crowds get involved in a completely different uh, way. So, you know, when we get a little streaky or guys are struggling, our brain kind of goes goes calm during these games because it's, it's, it's why you play baseball at some point uh, to have this type of stuff. You know, every fighter needs a counterfighter to make them good, and that's what happens here. Uh, I don't think the Yankees should be uh, favored by as much as they are, to be honest with you. I know Boston has lost a few in a row, but Jordan Montgomery, as good as he is, and I, I dig watching him pitch, Danny, it, it, the run support's not always there for him. He's, he's the one guy on this team that doesn't get it, so for Jordan's perspective, he has to be perfect quite often. And I haven't seen him feel that pressure yet, but if it does start to mount, it, it will make pitching a little bit harder for him. Um, guys are, are cooling down coming into the break, but they've done such a good job. Uh, Judge is cooling down a little bit, and, and I think the all-star break is needed for everybody. With that said, Nathan Iavaldi has been really good as well. Um, 11 scoreless in his last two games. Uh, the walk count is down only one walk in those two, which is, is very important. He went a CG before that. He gave up two and almost seven. So Nathan Avaldi is the right guy on the mound to have going into a series versus the Yankees when you lost four in a row. So to be honest with you, uh, if I do bet this, and I'm not sure yet, I'm favoring Boston. Yeah, I mean, like you said, this Yankees team not looking the greatest in their last series, and Eovaldi has really been rock solid in a lot of these spots, so plus 150, I get it. Hard to pass up looking at that with a series that everybody always seems to get up for. Tough to lay over a buck 70 with the Yankees, so uh, completely understood with your rationale in that regard. And then, Josh, I mean, another good series, but out on the West Coast, well, maybe could be a good series. The Angels, uh, <laughs> they're always struggling unless Otani's on the bump, but they're also catching some plus Plus money here at home, plus 170. The Dodgers tonight, looks like they'll be throwing out Kershaw. And they're laying minus 205. Shorter total at 7.5. And, 
I mean, is there any way you could trust the Angels tonight? No. I mean, listen, ever since all four corners were in first place, I think it was like May 10th or May 15th or whatever, uh, the Angels have been the worst team in baseball, worse than everybody, uh, worse than the Cubs who have lost six or seven in a row. It's just been, it's been that bad, and it just goes back to all the stuff that we talk about. You can't build – or sustain a winning program and be in the postseason if it's not based around pitching. And this team likes to neglect their pitching. I mean, I'm sure when they signed Shohei, if it was up to them, they just wanted him to be a hitter. They, they just they, they don't have what it takes depth-wise with that. It's put them all in a foul mood, and we're asking way too much of an offense that's all deemed up too. Um, you know, Rendon's out for the year. they got inconsistency. So once we get past one, two, and three, and even Taylor Ward's been kind of deemed up, so a little bit inconsistent, there's not much security. And it's not that the guys aren't good, but everybody is now trying to do too much. Mike Trout's trying to do too much. And Shohei Otani is taking it personal, but he gets to get on the bump as well. And so when I can control a game for nine innings and or sit back and wait for my four bats and hope that you know something's going on, it's two completely different things. And so for the Angels, Danny, the, 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 the pitching is, is really the issue. And the, and the caveat to that is, I mean, watch the Orioles today. They're playing Tampa. This team is reeled out now 10 in a row, and their bullpen has been fantastic. But if the starting pitching isn't doing it, the offense picks them up. If the front end of the offense isn't doing it, the back end of the offense is doing it. If the bullpen is struggling, starters have been going deep. Like everybody is picking everybody up, and they're playing some of the best, like Seattle, best team baseball around. And so when stats aren't inflated for us, we question how they're winning. And it's the complete opposite of what we're seeing with the Angels. So um, it's, it's just it, – it's hard for the Angels right now. Patrick Sandoval is legit. This kid's been pitching fantastic. But he's got the Dodgers. He's got an offense not clicking, a questionable team. And they got CK going who gets to sleep in his own bed. I think it's going to be a long one for the Angels. Yeah, I'm with you there, Josh. And I guess from a player's mindset, if you could just elaborate maybe, and if you've been in this particular situation, but a team that, well, maybe not had the highest expectations, but expectations that were, of course, way higher than what's presented right now by the Angels. When you have what's going on with this team and you're hitting the all-star break, is this a good reset for them? Or has it just been so bad that the second half, they kind of just checked out and realized this isn't their year? What do you think is going through their head at this point? I think more of the coaching staff in the front office are the ones that are stressing. The players do stress. Um, I, it's hard because the players are not going to check out. They're not going to do any of that, but they feel the pressure. They know that they have to get a hit in this situation. They have to make a pitch in this situation. And that's not a place that we want to be in as athletes. We don't want to have to do anything. We just want to be able to do our job in that moment. But everybody being professional they want to help their team. They want to pick them up. And so all of them want to be the guy in this moment. And it's a very difficult thing to do. And so we, we mount pressure within without really realizing we're doing it. And it's that whole, you know, take two steps back, you know, mentality that if this team was able to do, um, it, it would help. They're, they're, they're out of it for the season. They know that. And they have to make some adjustments internally to what the future holds for them. I mean, think about this real quick. So Patrick Sandoval, Six and a third, one run, and then he had one bad game versus Houston, but that's fair. Then he went five, one runs, six, one runs, six, two runs, and five, two runs. This kid's given up two or less in, in five of his last six starts and has zero wins to show for it. So it just shows you the importance of team baseball and everybody picking themselves up, and the Angels aren't it. So unless Shohei's on the mound, Danny, like, we can't back this team. Yeah, no, great insight, man. Really appreciate it. And Josh, I know uh, we're kind of getting close to the end here. I could talk baseball with you all night long, naturally. But before we go, uh, I got to ask you about the Home Run Derby because we won't have Jan, obviously, uh, before that happens. And I am not sure if you've seen the odds, but Pete Alonso, short shot plus 225. Schwarber, I love Schwarber. He's 3-1. to one. Acuna, 5-1. to one. Soto comes next. Pujols, obviously, at the bottom. Uh, I think maybe some value with Seager, plus yeah. 850. Have you looked at it? Is there anybody you'd maybe take a flyer on? I think that if, it, it realistically, I mean, how do you not bet Pete Alonso? He's won it back-to-back -back years. He has the swing uh, to where it doesn't take him any extra energy to hit a home run so he can stay relaxed. Plus, he's learned how to do it and to conserve his energy, right? I think the next guy closest 
with the way they swing uh, is Soto. You know, I think he has the stamina and the right swing where they don't have to make any necessary or unnecessary adjustments to hit home runs. I think we're asking a lot of, uh, you know, like Seager and guys whose swings are slightly different, so they're going to make some, some baby adjustments but have a ton of fun. Uh, and then I think Albert Pujols would be a dope flyer. I don't think he has the stamina, but how it's set up and for one last hoorah, like the energy level and the excitement's going to be there. So if I'm not laying on a Peter Soto, I would have fun with Pujols. Yeah, eighteen to one for Pujols. You're right. I mean, the stamina is the thing that's gonna kind of hold him back. That would be incredible. If I lost every bet that night, I wouldn't even be mad because that would just be insane to see him actually come through with it. So, uh, should be a fun event. Always is. We love to bet it. Josh, thank you for making some time, and thanks again for the kind words, man. Always love uh, getting you on the show, and uh, best of luck with all your plays this weekend. Well, I appreciate you, man. Take care. You got it. That's Josh Towers, folks. Make sure you follow him on Twitter at No Don't Josh. Great host here at VEASAN. Love getting his insight for baseball. And, yeah, we got some good games tonight. And it's funny. We talk about the Angels going against the Dodgers. And like we said the other night, and like we talked about with Scott Spritzer, I mean, the only pitcher you can back when it comes to the Angels is Shohei Otani. Everybody else, it's got to fall under the category of stay away or fade away. And Clayton Kershaw tonight, oof, kind of tough to uh, not look at the side up the Dodgers. All righty, coming up next, folks, let's hit the gridiron. We've got some Big 12 football. Pamela Maldonado, Yahoo Sportsbook contributor, she'll be giving us her thoughts on the conference stocks. Next here, it is Rush Hour. This is Rush Hour on VSN, the sports betting network. The VEASAN Summer Special is here, and for only $19, you get everything VEASAN has to offer from right now to the end of July. If you sign up today, you'll get VEASAN's daily best bets, which includes Adam Burke's top plays in Major League Baseball, NFL preseason coverage, premium articles on golf, UFC, USFL, and NASCAR. So if you want the full VEASAN experience, which also features a daily best bets email, along with every edition of Point Spread Weekly, use of our betting tools, and a live video stream whenever you want it, the cost is only $19, and you'll be a subscriber through July 31st. So sign up now at VEASAN.com summer. That's V-S-I-N.com summer. All righty, back in the mix here on Rush Hour. I'm Danny Burke, your host. Thank you for being with us on this Friday evening. As always, we're broadcasting live out of the Bet River Sportsbook in Des Plaines, Illinois, and we are getting closer and closer to the start of football season. At least we like to think that way as we hit the All-Star break close enough in Major League Baseball. But, hey, to talk a little bit more college football and in a conference we really haven't hit yet, we're going to bring on betting analyst at Yahoo Sportsbook, Pam Maldonado does amazing work not only with college football. I know she loves betting tennis and golf as well. And uh, by the looks of it, she's doing pretty well on her picks, knock on wood, for the Open Championship at this moment. But, Pam, you know, you and I were talking off air. So now is really the beginning of when you're starting to handicap college football. Is that right? It is. I just started this week. I'm going to start really deep diving. Right now I'm just digging my toes in. So I'm starting to become familiar with, okay, what were the players that moved? Who are the new coaches? And then once I get a comfortable with that, then I'm going to start digging into, all right, preseason. Who is the one that's going to be, has a chance to win the championship? Who are the fades? Who are the follows? Then it's it's a little it's a bit of a process. <laughs> oh yeah, I bet. Well, hey, no, we appreciate you making some time. And I guess first things first, before we get in to the Big Twelve, because what you also mentioned is that this is kind of your bread and butter, right? Looking at the Big yeah. Twelve conference. When it comes to college football, are you is a majority of your handicapping, I obviously assume into the Big Twelve. Is it all in the Big Twelve or do you kind of try to spread it out? Because I know, you know, a lot of people will try to spread it out just because they want to bet on all these games, but I feel like the smart way to go about it is to go with what you know, right? Because there's so much to bet and it's so hard to keep track of. Are you someone who really just puts all your chips into the Big 12? I am not. I do not focus solely on the Big 12. I do all of college and people who know me, my Twitter followers, they know that I have a, I have a notepad and I write down every single game for that week, all 50, 80, however many there are, and I run through every single one, and I look for value. Wherever the numbers tell me to go, 
that's where I put my concentration into. So that's also a process that starts on a Monday and I finalize my card on a Saturday. And it's not always in the Big 12. I actually try to stay away from the big the big games, the Alabamas, the SEC games. I feel like those offer less value because those are the more popular. So just naturally, that might be where the books concentrate the most. Makes sense. Makes sense. All right, Pamela, let's get into it with the Big 12. Uh, Oklahoma, not too surprising. We see them as a short shot right now at Bet Rivers. They're 2-1 to one on the odds board. Texas comes next at plus 250. Baylor, who a lot of people seem high on, you can get them at 5-1. to one. Oklahoma State, 7-1. to one. And then you get into the double digits with the likes of Iowa State, TCU, Kansas State, and on and on and on. Just kind of looking at those odds, your first glance when you started looking today, is there any team that kind of shocked you with where they were listed at with their odds? As a Longhorn, hook em horns. I don't think I'm allowed as a fan and as an alum to say that I'm excited for any other team that is in Texas. However, as a sports better, I'm absolutely excited for Kansas State. Can I say that? <laughs> they are, I mean, last year they were 8-5 and five on the season and quarterback Skylar Thompson, he was a fantastic quarterback in my opinion. He got the job done. He's not going to blow you out of the water with his stats, but he was consistent and he knew how to manage the offense. But he's out. In comes Nebraska quarterback Adrian Martinez, who is a dual-threat quarterback. He had over 8,400 passing yards, over 2,300 rushing yards, including 35 rushing scores. You put him in conjunction, his running ability, Martinez, combined with that of running back Deuce Vaughn, he had nearly 2,000 yards, 22 touchdowns. That is going to be like a dynamic duo offense now. And they have a new offensive coordinator in Colin Klein who says that he wants a more up-tempo offense. It's already a good defense that K-State has. So now you combine an already solid offense with a much more capable quarterback in Martinez. I'm super excited for K-State, actually. I'm really looking forward to what they can produce this season. So, Pam, you say hook them horns. I say go Big Red. I went to Nebraska, so I have plenty of Adrian Martinez <laughs> experience. And I love the kid. Mm -hmm. he, he's tough as nails. And, of course, it didn't go as planned with Adrian Martinez in Nebraska. But the kid had to put so much of the workload on his back. You're right. I mean, he's a mm -hmm. great dual-threat quarterback and really can create plays out of thin air. As long as he gets protection and he's not feeling the pressure every other play like he did with Nebraska, you're right. He can be incredibly sufficient and could potentially get them competitive in a lot of these games and you know we talk about mm -hmm. their value they're in the teens at 18 to 1 to win the conference but maybe more of a realistic standpoint is to look at their win total and six and exactly. a half is the number big shade to the over minus 159 unders plus 125 I'm sure if you shop around maybe you could get a better price on the flat seven but is the win total something that draws some interest to you for Kansas State um, it is. It definitely is because you're going to be looking at teams. Every team in the Big 12 Conference is going through some changes. You have Texas Tech, who they don't, they're not sure who's going to be at quarterback. TCU, they've lost two of the last three seasons, losing records. You have West Virginia, who's also coming in with a new quarterback. Iowa State coming off a disappointing season. Texas, I mean, that's my team. And whew, we lost to Kansas. I mean, every team has their faults, and that's what makes the Big 12 so volatile. But that's also what makes it so exciting. So last year, we had Baylor against Oklahoma State. Name one person on in the U.S. that said, this is going to be the Big 12 championship. I want to meet that person. So there's definitely some value here on taking both the over and them to win and for the K-State to win the conference because volatility, that's where you look for the longer shots. Yeah, no doubt about it. Well, hey, Pam, I mean, like we said, the short shot, Oklahoma, who have been the short shots for quite some time. Uh, how do you think they respond with all this turnover? Lincoln Riley departing, obviously Rattler's out of the mix, and he was kind of out of the mix in the latter half of the season. But uh, the value's not really there in the first place. But is this just a name recognition type of price? Do you think there's going to be some regression for the Sooner squad? How is there not regression with the Oklahoma Sooners? You have Lincoln Riley, both him and the quarterback in Caleb Williams, who left for USC. Spencer Rattler left to South Carolina before that. In you have a quarterback in Dylan Gabriel, who, hey, a couple of years ago, a few years back, he was a fantastic quarterback. Um, he comes in from UCF, who then went to Ole Miss. His record in his season totals, they're great. 8,000 yards, 70 touchdowns in two-plus seasons. But coming back from injury, he's not quite the same quarterback. And so you want to have 
the consistency with somebody who knows the offense, who can do things, who can run and who can pass. And I would love to see him have a fantastic comeback story. I'm just not sure this is the season or the team that's going to get it done. They do have a new offensive coordinator in Jeff Levy, who worked with Gabriel in 2019. So having that do already, having that connection is going to help some. And the offensive line, they return starters, but that offensive line last year, they gave up 33 sacks on the season. So I'm not convinced that we're going to have Gil, uh, Gabriel for a full season. I, I, I'm, I hope otherwise, but Oklahoma for me is a fade. <laughs> okay. Well, hey, Pam, before we get you out of here, we got about a minute or so remaining. I want you to use that time to tell all the listeners and viewers what we should expect out of your Texas Longhorns. Again, they're plus 250 to win the Big 12. Their win total is 8.5, minus 117 to the over. How do we think they perform this year? You're going to put me on the spot with my Longhorns. Let's not forget to. that they had three losses to Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, and Baylor. In the third quarter, they had double-digit leads in all three and lost. And then we lose to Kansas in overtime. I have no hopes for them this season. You have new quarterbacks <laughs> coming in. Ohio State transfer Quinn Ewers, except we haven't seen him play since 2020. I mean, he hasn't thrown a, t a pass since 2020. And then the other option is a redshirt sophomore in Hudson Card. I mean, you hired... And then you hired TCU's Gary Patterson as a special assistant. I don't even know what that means, but they he was fired for a reason. <laughs> I'm just... I'm... I'm nervous. <laughs> Bijan Robinson, the running back, he's probably going to be like a heavily used running back. And so if he can stay upright for the entire season, along with wide receiver Xavier Worthy, those are going to be the two players that are going to carry the team on their backs. But <sighs> looking to them as a fan, I'm just keeping my fingers crossed. <laughs> Hey, that's all you can hope for. I'm nervous. That's what I say every single season for the Cornhuskers, too. So you and I will be on the same page, and uh, we'll hope for the best because that's all we can do. Hope but, hey, Pam, best. appreciate you taking some time tonight. Looking forward to doing it again soon because I know you'll have plenty more coverage as we get closer to the season. But uh, until then, as always, best luck with your bets and take care. Thanks for having me. Have a good weekend. You got it. You as well. Pam Maldonado, folks. You can follow her on Twitter at PamelaM35. Also, all of her content at Yahoo Sportsbook. She crushes it in tennis, golf, and, of course, college football. We'll continue the conversation in football, the National Football League, with the MVP odds coming next as we round up another edition of Rush Hour here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Plus. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one -on -one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one -on -one contest. 
Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what yeah. I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because it ain't me? <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Rush Hour on VSN, the sports betting network. Swing for the fences on Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook this week when you make a first time deposit using code DERBY on the baseball home run derby. Signing up is super easy with the Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook app, or if you visit BetRivers.com, you can deposit $100 to receive a free Bet Rivers bet for a home run hit, or deposit $250 and get the total home runs for the entire derby as a free Bet Rivers bet. This offer is valid through July 18th, so make sure you download the Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook app today and use code DERBY when you make a first time deposit. Visit BetRivers.com to see all the latest odds, boosts, and promotions running this baseball season. Bet with a winner, bet with Bet Rivers. Okay, it is our final segment as we are about to head into the weekend. The show is Rush Hour. I'm Danny Burke, your host. Appreciate you making some time on your Friday evening. Remember, you can follow along on Twitter at DannyBurke5 and at VEASAN Live for VEASAN, the sports betting network. So we've talked college football. We have talked plenty of baseball. Now it is time, like we've been doing in this specific segment, to hit on some NFL. And because we're heading into the weekend, I didn't want to start a new division and how we've been splitting it up two and two and let the weekend get in between. So I wanted to look at a player award and why not do the big one, NFL MVP. So I'm going to do it in kind of a uh, non-traditional way as I usually do it. I wanted to separate it into three different tiers and kind of tell you because I haven't made an official play, but kind of throw out which guy or guys I would bet throughout these tiers. So tier one would be the single-digit odds, right? Those would be your favorites. The Josh Allen at plus 650, Patrick Mahomes at 8-1, to one, odds courtesy of Bet Rivers, of course, and Tom Brady, they're getting him at 9-1. to one. Tier two would be the odds in the teens, right? You go anywhere from your Aaron Rodgers at 10-1, to one, Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert, 11-1, Russell Wilson, Stafford, 15-1, Dak Prescott, 16-1, and then Lamar Jackson, 18-1. Tier three is just all else, the deeper odds, right? Those consist of guys like Derek Carr, 25 to 1, Jalen Hurts, 30 to 1, Trey Lance, 40 to 1. No, thank you, but I'm just saying everybody else is involved in tier three. So let's go ahead and begin with tier one. Who would we pick, or who would I pick, rather, uh, between Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, and Tom Brady? I guess just the way I would phrase it first is who I would eliminate. And I think the first guy I would eliminate is Patrick Mahomes at 8 to 1. I mean, you're in arguably the toughest division in football to begin with. You have already won an MVP, and you set the bar so high for yourself in that MVP season, and pretty much every year the expectations are up there, that it's really hard to overcome it, and especially with the great talent in the league now, and claim another most valuable player trophy, right? And also, you lost your speediest and arguably your best receiver in Tyreek Hill. Yeah, you get Juju Smith-Schuster. Wow, yeah, not really a good replacement. I mean, it's a fine replacement, but he's no Tyreek Hill, let's be honest. So with all of that being factored into the mix and the value only at 8-1, to one, it's a no thank you for Patrick Mahomes. Tom Brady comes next at 9-1. to one. Yes, Tom Brady was very close to winning the award last year. And Tom Brady has weapons all over the place. You know how that offense is going to be conducted. But we just went over this Buccaneers schedule, and I'm not really in love with it. I, I think there are a lot of tough games on that schedule for the Bucs. And the Saints are probably going to be better this year. I mean, the Panthers and Falcons, not so much. But I don't know. I mean, Tom Brady, 9-1, not saying he's going to get worse. He's gotten better with age. But I just don't feel like this is Tom Brady's year. He's won it a few times. It sets up better for Josh Allen. And again, I'm not saying I'm betting this because plus 650 doesn't necessarily move the needle. But out of these three guys, I would be taking the flyer on Josh Allen. This sets up perfectly for him out of those three guys in the sense that, one, he hasn't won it. He is the top dog in terms of the odds. The expectations are already there. Two, his team is arguably the best in the National Football League. 
And three, well, you're in the weakest division. Well, maybe not the weakest, but you're right there in a weaker division like a Tom Brady. But Josh Allen just seems like he's due to keep padding those stats and just overtake the league this season. So plus 650 with Josh Allen seems like the way to go in terms of our three tier one single digit odds quarterbacks. I would go with Josh Allen plus 650 favorable schedule more so than Tom Brady. And I just think he's really going to go out there and dominate. So I would choose Josh Allen. Tier two, these are our teens, right? Our odds in the teens. I would choose out of that bunch that we kind of went over. Again, it was ranging from Aaron Rodgers 10 to 1 to Burrow Herbert 11 to 1, all the way up to Lamar Jackson at 18 to 1. I would pick Justin Herbert. Yes, I love me some Justin Herbert. I've been pretty adamant about that, not only on social media, but here on Rush Hour. I got a flyer the day after this past Super Bowl on the Chargers to win this upcoming Super Bowl at 25 to 1. Look, Herbert's already set records in his first two years back-to-back -back as a quarterback with the Chargers with Anthony Lynn as a coach one time and then first-year Brandon Staley, who, yeah, I like his aggressiveness, but maybe sometimes it was overly aggressive. You know, they'll all get a little bit more comfortable. They'll get a better rhythm. You still got talent all around. And if he was able to do that in the first two years, another year under his belt, what's this guy going to do this time around? Now, aside from seeing the offense better, presumably, yes, the division is going to be tougher. I just use that as an argument against Patrick Mahomes. However, I think the Chargers are a better team than the Chiefs right now. The Chiefs are always volatile as of late, it seems. The Chargers can be consistent, not always play from behind or shoot themselves in the foot like we are used to with the Chargers. Justin Herbert, if he can get first in this division, of course, if he gets first, but first or second, they have a really good record, assuming their division is great. He could have a really good chance at this award. And again, you can also look at it from the perspective of value. At some point, assuming he does very well, he probably won't be 11-1. It'll decrease. I don't think, I just, out of this group, I mean, I'd rather take him like Joe Burrow. Yeah, he's got an easier division, but his expectations are, of course, through the roof, and maybe he has a Super Bowl hangover. Russell Wilson, I think they're the third best team in that division. Matt Stafford, he goes all over the place during the regular season. No faith in Dak Prescott. Lamar Jackson already won it, and not a lot of faith in him this year to win an MVP. And Rodgers just won back-to-back. -back. He's not going to win it again. So to me, the best option out of that group would be Justin Herbert, okay? And he hasn't made the playoffs, so if he makes it, obviously that's taking a step up. Tier 3, this is where it gets really interesting to me. I mean, you got guys like uh, Kyler Murray at 20-1, to going to be a hard pass. Jalen Hurts, 30-1, to no thank you. Trey Lance, 40-1, to absolutely not. I've narrowed down three guys out of the rest of the group, really just the rest of the league that I would play. And that's Derek Carr at 25-1, to Kirk Cousins at 33-1, to and Matt Ryan at 40-1. to Now, starting with Derek Carr, Look, he's really going to pad his stats this season. He's been doing it for quite some time, maybe doesn't get as much recognition as he deserves. But especially when you bring in Devontae Adams, you get a hopefully healthy Darren Waller, an offensive-minded head coach in McDaniels in the mix. I mean, look, this Raiders team, they could have a high-powered offense. Again, I understand, toughest division in football, but if somehow Derek Carr is able to lead this team that everybody's kind of predicting them to be the worst team in the division, if he can find them in the playoffs, not necessarily to win the division, but in the playoffs, that could absolutely boost his chances to winning NFL MVP, right? They're predicted, a lot of people, including myself, probably to be at the bottom of the division. But in case they go off and they end up being a great team, he could have a really solid chance to win MVP. And it's not like I'm clamoring, oh, he's going to win it if that happens. But you can also do the option of getting this value at 25 to 1, hoping he does really well, and understanding that it could move in his favor. And then, hey, maybe he gets down to 9-1. And the beauty of it is you can always do prop swap with your tickets and you can get the cash out options on the books and still look to make a profit. There's always that angle and opportunity to it as well. Same thing could be said with a guy like Kirk Cousins. They bring in an offensive-minded coach in O'Connell. I think the Vikings are going to be a great team this year. We already bet them over eight and a half wins. Very good chance of winning the NFC North with the Packers probably regressing. You lose Devontae Adams. Yeah, you pick up two young guys, but Aaron Rodgers needs to develop a new relationship, and their defense is eh. Offensive line, you're losing some guys. I think that's some good value with Kirk Cousins, who has a prolific offense surrounding him with Dalvin Cook, Justin Jefferson, K.J. Osborne's looking good, and, of course, a great red zone threat in Adam Thielen. The tide is going to turn to Minnesota, and it starts with Kirk Cousins. 33-1, to 1, just saying, I don't hate it. And then same with Matt Ryan. This is just more because of the value, I guess, is there at 40-1. to 1. He's got some decent weapons out there, change of scenery, 
It's got to be better than what happened in Atlanta, and you got a good coach, in my opinion, in Frank Reich, in a wide-open division that could give you a lot of favorable games, get you the record and the recognition because of that, and as long as your stats are looking good and you're getting that really good record, Matt Ryan's not going to be 40-1, to 1, I promise you that. So those guys are more, hey, this is some really good value. They're set up to pad their stats and, you know, maybe an easier schedule. So at some point, maybe you could cash out and make a profit. But there is still some validity that they actually could win it. So I don't hate the idea of a guy like Derek Carr, Kirk Cousins, or Matt Ryan, 25 to 1, 33 to 1, and 40 to 1, respectively. And then the tier two, if you remember, Justin Herbert, 11 to 1. And out of the top three guys, yeah, I'd have to go with Josh Allen at plus 650. But like I said, I haven't made anything official as of now. If I do anything with the MVP, it'll probably be closer to the start of the season. And honestly, I really love betting the in-season MVP odds. Maybe you don't get as good of a value, but you get a better understanding, which gives you a better path to winning that award. Yeah, just saying. So uh, we'll look to preview that, like I said, as we get closer to the season. But that'll about do it for us here on Rush Hour, concluding our Friday edition. Thank you for tuning in. We will be back on Monday previewing more the Major League Baseball Home Run Derby and plenty more football action. Until then, best of luck, folks. Enjoy your weekend, and we'll talk to you then. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Bring it Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2 and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.